I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to Simply Marvels. Just before we start, Georgia, some thoughts. Oh, um, no, I'll do it. If you like or subscribe this show, then you can listen to all of the apps. Oh, okay. Gosh, I needed something to do. There are so many episodes to listen to. Tens of episodes. There are hours and hours of tape that have been cut down drastically <laughs> to create some perfect half an hour episodes. And if you scroll back, you'll find more than just Die Hard and Harry Potter. You will, in fact, find a wealth of Marvel movies, which is why it's called Simply Marvelous, and also a little moment about the crown. And if you look far enough, you'll find my nudes. It's been years since I've scrolled back that far. The world has gotten even stranger than you already know. These guys come from legend. They're basically gods. Take that off. What are you? Genius, billionaire, playboy, philanthropist. The people in this room, which one is A, wearing a spangly outfit, and B, not of use? You people are so petty. Sir, please put down the spear. Simply marvelous. Welcome to Simply Marvelous, the podcast, where we talk mostly about live streamers, but also classic big screen franchises, such as the movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, <laughs> The Crown, Season 4, Ips 1 to 4, Lord of the, the Rings, challenge. Harry Potter, Die Hard, thank fuck that's over, <laughs> and now, just like that, is that what it's called? Out of the frying pan into the fire, I say. <laughs> My name is Kyron Wheatley. Harry Dickinson. My name's George Mooney. And today we're talking about Sex in the City. And just like that, episode one and two. The more I live, the more I find that if you have good friends in your corner 
Anything's possible. What about you, Carrie? Have you ever masturbated in a public place? Not since Barney's closed. <laughs> well, honey, I'm home. I remember when you kept your sweaters in the stove. And just like that, after all the years and all the changes, you're still you. What's it about, Reese? In a New York state of mind, three white women wake up after being frozen in amber for 11 years, only to find themselves in a city they no longer understand. What's dating now? How does publishing work? What podcast? <laughs> After the unanimous success of both films, writer and unionized stereotype factory Michael Patrick King returns to have another whack at finding new and fun ways to make us flip-flop between hating and occasionally feeling sorry for three privileged women. How will these rich white ladies navigate the difficult life of being white and rich? Gay guest stars. People of colour guest stars. Gay people of colour guest stars. Chekhov's Peloton. And just like that, dot, dot, dot. Perfect. Very good. Very good. Right off the top, I would say, how did they get podcasting so spot on? They just nailed it. Didn't that remind you of us? Yeah, that's exactly what it's like for us. You've got a little window behind you there, Georgia, with three strange men jotting things down on clipboards. Yeah, just handsome men smiling at me. I like that. It looked like the way in, you know, like rock and roll biopics when they're recording the hit. Yes. And they've just got strange men in a room just like slapping each other on the shoulder and like laughing to themselves. Like, I think <laughs> we've got something. <laughs> Yeah, And look, we're inside of what is a bad podcast. We're inside of it. We know that. And you you listen to it. But that what? was an unlistenable podcast. What they were making there, oh. what the fuck was that? Yeah, and yet it clearly makes a lot of money. And that's the great thing about podcasting is how well-funded and resourced it is as an industry. You know, we're an example of that. Like after the pod, I don't know if you noticed this, Georgia, we noticed this. They mm. get into a lift oh, and yeah. the ride is so long yeah. that they could only have been recording this podcast on like the 60th floor, which yeah. is where all podcasting happens, just like this one. <laughs> we're actually in the Sky Tower right now in Sydney. Revolving. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think we need a woke moment button like that? Oh, my God. Horrible... Oh, no, it's never. No, it's never <laughs> happened. Uh, woke no. moment. Oh. Absolute hell. I, wa- I almost wanted that in the rest of yes. the TV show. <laughs> I know I made reference to it in the opening, but like truly... Mm. The overture. What happened to these women? Mm. Well, one of them went to London. Oh, sorry, they've covered this. They've covered this in the first 10 minutes. One of them's gone to London. The other one's had a lot of work done. One of them's got a podcast. Oh. Yep. And Miranda ran for mayor. Yes, It's so incredible they were able to get a New York mayor candidate for the role. Congress. She ran for Congress. I thought it was mayor. No, Chris. she was up against Chris Cuomo. Oh, well, we've heard of him. Or one of the Cuomos. Both of them are cancelled now, but mm. one of the Cuomo brothers. Because mm. she made a big joke. She was on Colbert once, and she made a big joke about how her last name is Nixon and how in politics that's not great. And she said, well, I prefer to be the, the good Nixon than the, than the bad Cuomo. Oh, well. See, that sort of dialogue they could have done with some lines they like this. <laughs> yeah. In- this series. I love that in the first five minutes of, and just like that, the Sex and City reboot, for those who are just tuning in 
Oh, and should, should we, for the first time in this, should we do a proper spoiler alert? There's a big old spoiler in this TV show. Oh, and I'd yeah. imagine we're going to talk, talk about, about that. Oh, yeah, we're going to spoil the I guess fuck we're out of it. Spoiling it in every sense, aren't we? Absolutely. I don't think you come to this podcast to be like, oh, I'm going to get this hot take as a little yeah. preamble. It's all spoils. No, it's all spoils, spoils for films that you weren't going to watch anyway. Maybe that's what we should, we should call the podcast. All spoils. All spoils. All spoils. <laughs> spoilt brats. Spoilt brats. That's our, that's our fan base. They're the spoilt brats. Maddie, that's yeah. great. <laughs> They're spoilt brats and they listen. The opening five minutes feels like hastily written dialogue at a regional awards ceremony between mm. the two hosts. <laughs> Like, do you know what I mean? Like the kind of, well, we're COVID, yeah. COVID and and you might have noticed something a little bit different. Someone's not here yep. tonight. I I've done I have done my hair. Yes, yeah. Why did they even have to mention COVID? Because it's so not a part of the rest of the show at all. They never mentioned nine yeah, eleven. So but... why have they decided to mention this? I was like, oh guys, don't talk about that. That's the last thing we want to hear. Of course, this is escapism. What do you think this is? Yeah. I think that the skateboarding, um, uh, I would say, let's say, performed. Just relevant to your (laughs) instrument. Yeah, I think of it as an instrument. I do. Was a big Negroni. Is cool. That's what I'd say. The skateboarding is cool Um, and safe as well. Cool and safe. (laughs) And Karen looked at me, and let's be honest. We'd had a couple drinks and more. Mm. And he looked at me as if like, see, he skates. And I said, yeah, the comic relief of the show. Yeah. And Kyron, do you skate? No, you garden. Yeah. We've established that. Yes. (laughs) I would say like, annoyingly though, and there's been a big bit of talk about this, like friend of ours, Kate Jinx was saying this on Twitter and I agree with it 100%. This show is not good, but I will watch every episode. Oh. I will gobble this show up. Absolutely. I, I've likened it to um, licking a nine volt battery. Like I know <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't feel like it feels kind of weird and it's not quite right, but I cannot stop doing it. Mm. Well, and I think Sex and the City, the series, let's discount the, as you mentioned, universally loved films and um, <laughs> just focus on the series for a moment, which is a dear, dear old friend. Like, yes. we spent a decade with that show and it was so meaningful. So it's just, it was, it's an old, old friend that is going through a, a pretty rough patch, but you're sticking with her. Because you know there's there's history. I think because yeah, the Sex and City show, you know, and I'm I to be I am doing a bit of a rewatch of it at the moment, oh, like yes. off the bat, yeah, and it, and I'm kind of hopping in and out of different seasons, like going to episodes that I like. Reese made mm-hmm. me watch the pilot. <laughs> yeah, we, almost straight afterwards, like we watched these two episodes, and I was oh. like, we should watch the pilot to see the comparison. And mm. I would say it's different. It's a pretty perfect pilot, like mm. in terms of what the show is, it is so different to what television was then. Mm. From the moment Carrie, she goes home, her and Big are like having a nice time. Mm. As soon as they were having a nice time, mm-hmm. I was like, he's he's going to die. 100%. As soon. So predictable. Because he was, first of all, he was worried about salt. Then he was worried about smoking. Then he was worried about exercise. I was like, this is a heart attack. This is a heart attack tonight. I thought as soon as, as, soon as the kid was about to play piano, I was like, he's a corner. This is going to be a dramatic piece. Because if you put if you put a child playing an instrument <laughs> in another scene, in fact, every time a child plays music, an adult dies. Yeah, <laughs> totally. It doesn't have to be a child. It could be a hobbit. Could be a hobbit if we wind the clock back to the every two towers. Every time a child plays music, an adult dies. Yeah. I would say that they killed the best part of Ep One in Ep One. 
See, that's interesting because you didn't watch the show. You have a... I mean, even during the show, I was always definitely big over Aiden. Even in the first... Even in the pilot, Chris Noth and Sarah Jessica Parker have such incredible chemistry. Mm. Like, Mm. and... He's in episode one, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, she sees him through the smoke and they cut Mm. through in episode two of this Mm -hmm. show to him, that one scene. Mm, Yeah. But I definitely don't think... I think almost them together as a... They're almost... When they're together... They are a character. Mm, like, totally. Harry and Big together yeah. are a character. Their relationship's a character. I find it insane that they still call him Big. Yeah. It's... After 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. There were actually some genuine laughs in this. One or two. The Comdom half full. Yes. Yep. I that, like exactly that. that line. And that to me feels like. Old Sex and the That's City. Old Sex and the City. And I've been reading some kind of, I mean, think pieces aren't the right word, but like, no, I kind of think pieces about it. Mm-hmm. And how you much you realise that Samantha is mm. the driving force of the comedy in the show. Mm-hmm. She's the only one in all those brunch scenes mm-hmm. throughout the entire series that's kind of keeping it light and she is the deliverer of those one-liners. Like, yeah. talk about backdoor, like that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And without her, it's quite a sombre show. It's quite straight. Yeah, totally. Like, she was always the kind of carefree character who, they, oh, you're stressed about that? You shouldn't be stressed about that. Think about it this way. Mm-hmm. And now you just have three stressed women who don't know how to handle their own sexuality. Yes. So is that what, is Charlotte's friend meant to be coming in to sort of replace Kim Cattrall? Oh, sorry. Um, quote unquote Black Charlotte. Oh yeah, gosh. Oh yeah, that was one of that the less was, funny moments. I'd that say. That was awful. Considering that brunch is such a big part of the series, that that opening brunch was just horribly awkward. It was like, oh, these guys have not chatted for a long time, and no mm. one has been practicing acting at all. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe SJP a little, a little more, but <laughs> I mean. Gosh. Yeah. I still wept like a baby and I'm thrilled that there's going to be more episodes. Don't get oh me my wrong. God. When the, like, I even Karen involuntarily made a noise when she <laughs> opened the card and it said, love Samantha. Oh, I know. Yeah. Like, that was some pretty incredible emotional manipulation. The tears were flowing. And I yeah. still hold out hope. Kim's going to come back. It's impossible and it won't happen. But yeah, that she'll, even this season, that she won't. She has to have a it, moment of coming back and at least... They need to have some kind of get together, a little reunion. Otherwise, it's well, I think too... they're opening up for season two. I reckon. Yeah. Mm. I've still got hope for big. Oh, like oh, you know. Karen, um, I'm going to tell you a thing about death. Um, so I think what? that what? I don't know. No, no, I haven't. T- I haven't told him about. It. I haven't told him about. What? It what's? Oh. What? Hang on. No. What's this thing about okay. death? Well, you know oh, when you no, go no, in that no, box. Well, anyway, yeah, the next mo- life box. I, I guess some next, people. I told him it's called the next life. Box. Okay, well, some. Yeah, well, you, yeah, okay. You yeah, so you go to... in the box and you start your next life. Yeah. You just yeah, walk out. It's like a, por- it's a portal to another, to another. World. Yeah. And you get another go. That's it. Yeah. And it's a port key. It's so a port key box. Chris Noth is starring in another show. Well, you know what he is starring in. He's starring in an ad for Peloton. Oh, oh great stuff. <laughs> Have you seen yes. this, Georgia? I heard about it, but I haven't seen it. I want to understand the Peloton scandal. So for those playing along at home, Big dies on one of those Peloton racing bikes, which is like a home bike kit, exercise bike for millionaires. And he's got one and he has a heart attack also, on They it. also have treadmills. They also have treadmills. And I he mean, dies. An ad's an ad. Now, did Peloton know that that was happening? No. I read an incredible thing today that was... So they knew they were going to be a product in it. And mm-hmm. you imagine being the, the person that works at Peloton... 
that gets that deal. Oh. Like, guys, Sex and the City oh. reboot, career change. Peloton, we're going to be a major part of the episode. Big's going to use the Peloton. And they're like, Big's going to yeah. use the Peloton? The new director of Absolutely. marketing, surely. And they would have got yeah. free ones. Like, it would have all been big oh, yeah. thing. Well, they said Peloton. They just kept saying Peloton, Peloton, Peloton. And the mm. ad, like, the, the shots of it looked like an ad for Peloton. Yeah. They did not know because of, you know, NDAs and, like, keeping oh. the, the plot a secret. They had no clue at Peloton that Big was going to die on the Peloton <laughs> until the episode came out. I mean, to be fair, he dies in the shower just after. Yes. But yeah, so Big Shower's pissed off too. Yeah, Big Shower. <laughs> you know, that crazy industry. So now Big is in a commercial for Peloton? Yes. And it's the other woman. It's the woman on the Peloton, I think, as well. Like the whoever the actress was. Allegra. That was on the Pel- Allegra. Mm. Which is a great name for a personal trainer, by the way. Hmm. There's Allegra. There's an Armra. <laughs> I think that's a great <laughs> response. There's a Cora. Did they whip up whip this all up? Just... I believe so. Wow. Ryan Reynolds is the voice, and it's a double payday yeah. for like Chris Noth would have yeah. gotten paid so much money to be in Sex and the City. And then to get paid so much money. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's great from Peloton because they know that nobody actually thinks that yeah, riding a bike, bike is bad for your health. And no. so they've just lent into it and gone, this is our opportunity to become a world-famous name. Their stocks did plummet, though. Yeah, but they'll rock it back up when they take full advantage of it. Not to turn this into an episode of Gruen, <laughs> but I think it's uh, a really fun thing for like a big global brand to be like, fuck it, let's get Ryan Reynolds and lean into this shit. I think that one of the difficult things about this show is that it is now no longer really fun watching wildly wealthy people. Yes. And sure, before they had too much money and you were like, wow, you wouldn't have that much money with just writing a weekly column about shoes. But now it's like crazy amounts of money and it's just kind of icky. Yeah. Like, this is a horrible thing to say, but Big dies Mm. and that's sad. Mm-hmm. but I know that financially she's going to be okay. I mean, look at her wallpaper. I think also the thing for me that was missing, because this was such a big part of the series, was the strength of the female friendships. But also, Samantha's gone, and that just doesn't seem credible, because she was a real pillar of undying friendship. And Charlotte is, like, horribly insufferable. She's a new level of self-involved. Whereas before, Charlotte was the one who was like, I curse the day you were born. And you were floods of tears because they were always had each other's backs and that was so beautiful. And also, Samantha was kind of the grown-up. Yeah. Like, she is a little bit older. She's, like, a few years older than the other girls. So she was in her 40s when they were still in their 30s. And so she was always this kind of, like, look she had her life together the most and almost was this kind of guiding light. And at times, you know, they would be like, oh, how about uh, crazy Samantha? Mm. But, you know, in retrospect, we look back and, and, you know, to be a Samantha is actually the best you can possibly be. Either a Samantha or a Miranda, the last thing you want to do is be a Kerry or a um, Charlotte. Uh, both of them are just a, just a cycle of abuse. Mm. Um, and so to not have her there as this kind of North Star mm. 
North Star or North? It's North, isn't it? North. I North. I just said North, but it's hard with a lisp. Either, no matter what I say, it's going to sound like North. What I would say is I think I now know what it's like to listen to this podcast uh, because I have no idea what either of you are talking about. <laughs> Kyron, watch the show. Watch the show, Kyron. And it's fun. It's just fun to listen along two friends yes. talking about something that they are passionate about. And so that's, <laughs> I think, what it's like listening to this show. And I'm glad that I've had that experience. I have to tell you a story. I once had a dear, dear friend of mine come to Perth when I was a wee 20 or 19-year-old girl. No, I lived there, Georgia. <laughs> Wait, it wasn't you, Karen. And I had a huge crush on this um, musician. But he liked my best friend. And so this friend sent him a message on Facebook that said, I cursed the day you were born out of nowhere. We were watching Sex and the City and she was inspired and she texted my crush, I cursed the day you were born. He didn't know who she was. It was a disaster. I was horrified. Anyway, the next day we had planned to go to his gig and I still really wanted to go to the gig. So I was trying to convince her we could still go to the gig. She said, okay, let's dye my hair. Oh my so God. we dyed her hair because we were like, we're going to have to disguise you. He's going to recognize you're the woman who sent him a message saying, I cursed the day you were born and you're a stranger. <laughs> so we thought it would be okay to just dye her hair. And then he wouldn't realize that that woman who said, I cursed the day you were born on the internet was actually at the show. And she was a really good friend of mine. And maybe there was something related there. <laughs> So we dyed the hair, we went to the gig, he saw us, he came up. I can't believe you had to learn that in the first person. (laughs) He came up and said, um, excuse me, did you straight away, he straight away recognised her and was maybe the most awkward I've ever felt. (laughs) That's why they put that in the movie, so that you learn from the movie, it doesn't work. I think back to times of my life around that age and I hope Doesn't when work. I'm like 50 I think about my age now and think about things that way mm. where I just go like when I was 19 and 20 I just I was constantly doing things like that like just these mm. proper dumb fuck blind like really dumb I'm not saying that you're a dumb fuck but no. that, but I am saying that is oh, a strange thing yeah. to do to, no, to be like a bit no, of dumb fuck we reason. should we should dye your hair <laughs> And he won't know. Like I think I I constantly at that age, and I feel like I feel like everyone at that age, everyone at that age wants they want schemes. I always wanted schemes at that age, like things to be going on in my life. Mm. And I think it's because of shows like Sex and the City. Mm. Like there's always and like sitcoms. If you're raised on those types of shows, you're always wanting like a bit of oh well we've got to do this and there's going to be a mishap. Like you paint yourself into corners Mm -hmm. where something is obviously going to go wrong. Mm. So you kind of have a story later in life. If you don't live your life like it's a sitcom, you will have no stories in your 50s. (laughs) Exactly. So well said. Well, like you had that tax evasion wedding. Sorry? Yeah, I went to my friend Annie, got married to my other gay friend Brent, and it was they were doing it for tax reasons, and it was poorly researched. There was no actual like good thing that would come from the tax. Uh, and I went to there. We went to the the office of birth, deaths, and marriages, poorly and they researched. got married when we were nineteen. I was dressed as a sailor captain. What? <laughs> How have I never heard this? Real story. What? I saw this friend recently. She came to one of my shows. We hung out. We talked about it. She was my best married? friend in high school. No, she's marrying a different man. Interesting. <laughs> Straight one. Oh, that's good news. And look, we are both people that have married gay people. Oh, so it is. That's nice. 
A fun fact about her is Annie is now a an architect who specialises in designing prisons. It's my favourite job I've ever heard. Oh my gosh, mm. that's fascinating. Oh, can we it's get It's basically her on the trying to design the worst possible architecture, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Because it's like yeah, about, yeah. it's about... That would be the interesting thing. Not open plan. <laughs> yeah. It's about not letting light in. Because how much are you thinking about the <laughs> yeah. mental health of the prisoners and how much Yeah, how much are you avoiding the stone walls with the tiny square up the top or are you going, you know what yeah. I think we need? Indoor plants. Wallpaper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Beautiful noir lighting. Are you allowed plants in prison? Could you kill someone with a plant? You can kill someone with anything. Can you? It's it's reminding me of a um old Robin Williams bit where he's like, don't do horizontal stripes with the vertical bars. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about fashion in prison. Anyway. I was just wondering, this is a genuine question. Okay, so I learned a lot yes. about sex and stuff from Sex and City series and yes. from resources such as the Cosmo sealed section mm-hmm. and like Dolly Doctor and stuff. Did yeah. you have a boy's equivalent like, was there a Cosmo sealed section for boys? How did you learn about masturbating um, and fingering? Word of mouth. Yeah. Um, well, I went to I went to Wesley College, and um, and our motto was uh, by daring and by doing. And uh, <laughs> I would say that we carried that That's motto, the motto? Uh, off campus yeah. as well. Um, oh no! <laughs> but not is some of you not by daring and taking? <laughs> That's the doing taking. Yeah. Um, I think it's it's Latin, so some it's probably of, mistranslated. Do, so take. you know, some say doing, some say taking. No, what was the equivalent? Um, let's say having an older brother. Maybe that's. Um, oh, fuck. Is that why I'm gay? Because <laughs> I have an older sister. Yeah. No, actually, he didn't really teach works. me that much. I think actually the same Cosmo sealed sections, but we weren't sort oh. of you know authorized to buy it directly from the shop. You had to sort of um, you know sneak one. Wow. See, I did. This is this is the this is the gift of being openly gay and comfortable with yourself at age fifteen. Mm-hmm. In the same way that I go and buy now, I buy Home magazine, I buy Delicious magazine, <laughs> and Gourmet Traveler. I was going to the Great. news agency. I was getting... The sealed sections of a thirty-year-old. <laughs> yeah, I was getting a Cosmo. I was getting a Dolly, and I was getting a Vogue. <gasps> oh, he's looking at the souffles. You've got to be quiet so they don't collapse. And in this sealed section, Christmas at home. Mm. <laughs> actually, yeah. I learned a lot from Nigella. Oh, yeah, no, that's true, actually. I mean, you learn a lot about what makes you tingle in your good bits from Nigella. Tingle yep. in your good bits. <laughs> that's a shame for yep. teenage boys that they don't have a sort of authoritative resource for how to do sexy stuff and how to feel about it. I mean, internet porn. I don't, I don't know if we'd call that it's not accurate, a is good it? lesson. No. Not what I'm watching. No. I almost feel like once you're in your 30s, what you get out of porn is also different. Like, you've had sex enough times to be... Like, when you're looking at porn when you're a teenager, mm. you're like, what sex? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is this sex? Mm-hmm. That's why I fear for the next generation. Exactly. And now I feel like once you get into your 30s, you're like, what sex that isn't my partner? Mm. <laughs> like, just show me any sex... That is different. <laughs> mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, just kind of any other world. No, I've got no idea what you're talking about, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is nice. And, um, I mean, we could talk through some stuff. <laughs> also, there was something so gross. Something so gross about just being in bed with a little cupped pour of lube. 
Oh my god. That <laughs> that scene, I so I originally watched this by myself and then Kyron mm-hmm. and I watched it. And I for some reason, like Kyron and I not to bring it back to that, but Kyron and I have looked at porn together before and I was more Ooh. uncomfortable watching that with Kyron for some reason. <laughs> it made me really cringy and I don't know why. I think it was like yeah. seeing a couple so be that cringy. strangely vulnerable. Oh, I, I I found it really uncomfortable to watch that with someone else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Small man, big machine. That's uh, that's big on big the peloton. on the peloton. Big fight, small kitchen. Uh, they had a little dance when they were cooking dinner. Mm. Yeah, that was a, a, a tango is a bit of a fight, I guess. They had quite a spectacular splashback. That's true. Very conveniently, during Die Hard, we changed this one to bang, 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 and I think it applies. <laughs> yeah, it definitely still works. Hanging on by a pinky, I'd say, the series. And is Georgia in this movie? No, she moved to London. And there's the series of cliches uh, that we do each week. You actually are the Samantha of the group. Boring goof is what we normally do now, but that we actually haven't had enough time for goofs to be populated onto the internet. But I do have, um, in its place, some interesting facts uh, for you. Oh, Kyron, well done. Costume designer Patricia Field, who won an Emmy for her work on the original series, uh, will not return for this project due to scheduling conflicts with the second season of Emily in Paris. Oh. And uh, 20 of 22 people found that interesting. <laughs> what a horrible fact to be in your life. Mm. What a you horrible go. series of words to be around your name. Let's have a look here and see what the internet thought. Afdog-1 <laughs> said today, Please pull this crap off my TV. Uh, one out of ten says, This is hands down the worst sitcom that has ever been developed. It's cringeworthy to the exponent of 3,000. There is not oh. one thing to recommend. Do they call it a sitcom? RGO23821 says, giving this a 10. Naya Batusa says, it's barely watchable, 1 out of 10. But then Inga Mazenate said, to all haters, I don't understand these bad reviews, really. Is it makes you feel better after posting negative stuff? <laughs> 10 out of 10. I do often ask myself that same thing. Is it make you feel better after posting negative stuff? And yeah. I would mm. say, is it not feel better? It mm-hmm. not feel better. Yes. So it's a pretty um, binary there from the internet. 10 or 1 mm. out of 10. Woke moment. <laughs> what about you, Georgia Mooney? At the top, you've got Lord of the oh, Rings, Return gosh. of the King. Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Rings. I forgot about Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, Endgame, and Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows 2. Down the bottom, uh, in the bottom five, okay. you have. Uh, I won't bother okay, with the um, the names okay. of each movie. Okay. I'll just I'll just read out the five movies. You've got um, Die Hard, Die Hard, Die Hard, Die Hard, and Die Hard. <laughs> uh, where would you like to slot it? Oh uh, well, let me just bring up the doc. For reference. Okay, now this is tricky. Now this is a very interesting, difficult to place it in the same field as the films we've seen thus far. But look, I think it's going to go quite low. I'm going to put this at number 25, just below Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets and above Iron Man 2. (laughs) 
just like that. Ep mm. One, two, <laughs> two. <laughs> jotted that in at twenty-five. Reese, where would you like to put? Um, and just like that, episodes one and two. I'm in a very similar situation to Georgia, where I do have a lot of investment in the show. And mm-hmm. to answer your question for that you will ask a little bit later, I will probably watch this again at some point mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. will happen again. So yep. I'm going to pop it at number 24, replacing oh. Iron Man 3 mm-hmm. um, and just below Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Okay, okay. great. Great. This is something that we're doing. I would probably put it <laughs> at, um, I think, and I'm just going to think about this for a little bit just to get it exactly right. I don't want to fuck this up. I would say it's worse than... Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, which is at mm. 31 currently. But I think it might be slightly better than Ant-Man and the Wasp. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. So I'll put it at 32 um, on the most important list that I've ever written. <laughs> Correct. Uh, that wraps up that episode of Simply Marvelous. Mm. The question that we usually ask next is, what are you looking forward to in the next one? And that requires us to know what we're recording just after this palate cleanser <laughs> of an episode <laughs> called And Just Like That. I've thought of a pitch during this. Mm-hmm. These are always the pitches that get up. It's the ones that we <laughs> announce during a show. It's two <laughs> movies. Oh, We're already in the mood for them. Oh, We've yes. cleansed our palate for Is them. We've gotten a taste for them. Yes. They star the same group of women. I see where this is oh, going. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, no. No. No, no, no. There's no, a no, mutiny no. on your hands. The rangers no. are stepping in. Oh, There's fuck. two movies we're going to watch, no. I reckon, Kyron. That's it for Simply Marvelous. You'll find out next week. Goodbye. <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening to Simply Marvelous. If you have not done this yet, if you have got this far through this podcast and this episode, <laughs> and you haven't rated and reviewed it, then fuck! Fuck you! Fuck you! Sorry, no, this is, we're meant to give him a positive spin. Oh. We meant to say, please. 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 I'm the old woman from iTunes. Oh, I've God, come back to back. remind you. Please. I can't remember if this is my voice, but please, I live in we're iTunes. We're trying to replace the old woman from iTunes. Oh, She's don't still... replace the old woman from iTunes. Don't replace me like Apple did. She's still alive. Don't replace People me. People use an app called Podcasts now, actually, old lady, so if you could leave oh please <laughs> oh maybe spotify bye <laughs> i'm still here <laughs> you can't make me go away i'm like a u2 album on an apple product bye if you leave a review you can join georgia and georgia's mum and also now quite a few others actually wow. uh, who followed your lead georgia it's such lovely people someone said they had a crush on my mum and so she's appreciated that did unfortunately break up your family <laughs> big shout out to belvia who says i live in fear that you'll run out of movies <laughs> won't be a problem <laughs> Big shout out to JS28414 who says, I listen, I look. If you know, you know. Big thank you to Mardukian who says, honestly, it's like they forget Google exists. <laughs> That's my favourite. Affectionate reviews will gain you eternal youth and our everlasting gratitude, more importantly. Don't forget! <laughs>